0: country that this world has ever seen. All right, what's going on, America? And welcome to a new episode of Dear America. Uh, It is official. Ron DeSantis has announced his presidency, uh, or excuse me, his candidacy for president of the United States. Huge shocker to everyone I know. Uh, I'm going to do my best to break this down uh, as much as I can. Um, I, I... Where do I start? First of all, let's start with how it happened. So it came out the other day that Ron DeSantis was going to be making this groundbreaking announcement on Twitter Spaces. Elon Musk confirmed this actually on Fox News, which is kind of ironic. Um, But either way, so it happened. So myself, along with so many other people, were watching and waiting. And then the first Spaces crashed, right? And then it had to be brought back up. And then it began. So First of all, I want to, this episode, I'm going to remove my biases. I'm just going to just talk as I see it. Facts, talk about it. I have no problem with Ron DeSantis, personally. I really don't. I actually think Ron DeSantis is a great governor. Um, But there are certain facts that politically things get swayed in certain directions. So I just want to talk about truths here for a minute. First of all, Ron DeSantis never would have been governor of Florida without Donald Trump. Okay. Ron DeSantis was in a razor thin neck to neck battle, which <laughs> Ron DeSantis would have lost against the man that was eventually found butt naked in a hotel room. Um, I believe with another man, uh, high as he could be off cocaine. Uh, but nonetheless, what cannot be argued is that Ron DeSantis's original original, uh, Victory of the governorship of Florida would not have happened without Donald Trump. Now, the next four years, I i am on board 100%. The man did a fantastic job as governor. Absolutely. I can't argue that, uh, nor do I want to argue that. When people do good jobs, I believe that you should be honest about it, whether or not you're voting for them or not. Ron DeSantis is a great governor, he did a great job. Then he won in a landslide victory never seen before in Florida for his, uh, second term as governor. Now here's the part about that, that a lot of people don't realize. Okay. Uh, riddle me this hundreds of thousands of new Florida residents happened in the span of his first four years. What happened from 2018 to 2022? You might ask, well, COVID happened. What state didn't lock down? Uh, along with a lot of, well, Florida, of course. So Florida wasn't the only state that got hundreds of thousands of new residences. But either way, so look at it like this. Florida, over the four years of Governor DeSantis's first run, not only does he do, do a good job of Florida, of governing Florida, but then you get an influx of hundreds of thousands of red voting Americans. They're voting for Ron DeSantis no matter What? So I'm not trying to eliminate his victory, but I am trying to put some contrast to it. Was it Ron DeSantis winning over hundreds of thousands of people that didn't vote for him in 2018? Or was it a huge influx of their voting for the red candidate, no matter who it is, people moving to Florida? I got to give you probably a 60-40 on that. I would give you 40% of it. Ron DeSantis probably won some people over. 60% of it, though, is the huge influx of hundreds of thousands of new votes going your direction, honestly, whether you suck or not. Because you were the red candidate. All right. Anyway, okay. I just, I just needed to get that out of the room first, okay? And then, and then we'll talk about this. Now, let's get back into the Twitter spaces. Now, this is where things get weird. Okay, so the first Twitter spaces popped up and then um, something happened and it crashed. And then the DeSantis campaign is now claiming that it crashed because they produced the biggest spaces in history and they literally melted the servers of Twitter. Well, that's not true because. when the spaces crashed, it crashed at about 700,000. Okay. And, uh, it was originally launched See, the way Twitter works is there's one main person that launches the space and then they allow co-host and then they allow people to speak inside of it, but it all launches from one person's main account. So the first time they did it, Elon Musk launched it from his own account. And there was like 700,000 people within the first 10 minutes and then the space crashed, right? So people would say on thing right there and the DeSantis campaign wants you to believe that they had the biggest space in Twitter history um, and that they crashed the servers. Well, two things here. The reality of it is, um, well, let's get into the second one really quick. Then they relaunched it again and it was launched from one of the co-hosts accounts. And I think the max it reached was like 280,000 or something like that. Okay. So in reality for the spaces and announcement, it was around 280,000 listeners when it was going on. So here's my thing. Okay. And I'm going to get into this crash here in a second. Okay. So was it really Ron DeSantis that was bringing all of those extra people in Or was it really because it was launched from Elon Musk account and there was about a 500,000 listener difference when it was launched on another person's account? So did Ron DeSantis crash the spaces or did Elon Musk actually crash the spaces? And during the entire Twitter space, they actually allude to that, that they've got some scaling issues and that they shouldn't have launched it from Elon Musk because his account's too powerful, etc. Let's break that down a little bit. What's going on, everybody? Look, I don't know about you. Flashlights, good flashlights, are absolutely vital for me and my family. Not only in my time in the military, but just in general. I don't want these little flashlights that die at the drop of the hat. I want flashlights that literally burn the face of the sun across the room. And I also want flashlights that if somebody's breaking into my house, I can find them really fast and really quick. Also with everything that's going on with target and everything like this, it is time that we put our money and vote with our wallet with companies that have Christian values and have American values. And that's why I love my M five flashlight with power tech. I put it in my pocket all the time. I've got another one that it's even bigger, better. It literally is like the sun next to the nightstand. Just in case, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. You need to go and you need to support the companies that are standing for the right things. If you have flashlights in your home, we all do. If you are in the law enforcement community or the firefighter community or the military community or your spouses, et cetera, you need to invest in PowerTech because they're a Christian conservative company, a pro-America, pro-Jesus company that believes in protecting you and believes in shining the light of the sun for whatever reason you may need it to be. So I'm asking you right now to go support PowerTac. All you got to do is go to PowerTac.com. That's P-O-W-E-R-T-A-C.com and use the discount code Gram. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to get 20% off your purchase. These guys are on public square. These are the right kind of people that you want. But if you go to powertac.com, that's dot com, you'll get an additional 20% off with the promo code Graham. So go to powertac.com, promo code Graham today. The DeSantis Group wants you to believe a lie that they just broke the internet. That's not true. Okay, Elon Musk. In theory, hypothetically broke the internet, um, his own internet. but here's the interesting thing: it broke at seven hundred thousand listeners in 10 minutes. what's interesting enough is that a little while ago Elon Musk held a space with BBC, I believe, and it held 3.3 million listeners. That is very interesting so Here's a couple things. If I'm DeSantis' team, I'm wondering, OK, the reality of it is is when it wasn't launched from Elon Musk' account, you had 280,000 peak listeners. When it was launched from Elon Musk account, you had 700,000 in 10 minutes, OK? And then it supposedly crashed the platform or the spaces even though Elon Musk has already held a record of 3.3 million listeners in a space with BBC for an interview with Elon Musk, right? So that's not very good. Uh, (laughs) That's not good at all. To put it in perspective for you, I have spoken at a Trump rally. And even though, yes, it was a Trump rally, and that's why most people were tuning in, I was speaking to 175,000 people online from one channel, During a Trump rally, me, little old me. So for DeSantis's biggest moment ever, the max number he could draw when they supposedly were having scaling issues, the max number was 280,000. That's interesting. I would be not very happy with that at all. And so even though the people that are pro DeSantis are saying that the left wing media is attacking, saying it was a Twitter announcement disaster. This is not anything personal. This is me being honest. Uh, most people were projecting at least a million listeners, at least. That was not the case at all. It was not. It, it, it just wasn't the case. And, and these are just facts. This is not, everybody knows I'm voting for Trump. I'll get into why here in a minute. This is just, this is just facts, okay? Well underperformed. Well underperformed. and I don't believe this whole Twitter crashing thing either, because, like I said, Elon Musk has already had a Twitter spaces um, where there were three point three million active listeners while it was going on. So it's not a scaling issue. I'm not saying they were lying, but 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 something is afoot and something is awry because that doesn't make any sense. Seven hundred thousand it crashes. When they've already had a Twitter space where he, they had 3.3 million active listeners at one time. So that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so I listened to the entire thing. Uh, my son was super pumped about it too, because I was listening to it in the car. It started off with Elon and whoever the other guy was, I don't really care, talking for a good bit. And then they turned it over to Ron DeSantis, where it was blatantly obvious that he was reading verbatim. From a teleprompter, which okay, I got nothing against reading from a teleprompter. You know, most people do it. Trump don't really do it. Trump has cliff notes, and from the cliff notes, Trump just kind of goes off the cuff from there. But but either way, it was and it, and it was it was a well written teleprompter speech. Absolutely. Uh, again, I'm not not hating on it. I'm just telling you the truth. That wasn't from the dome of Ron DeSantis. Okay, he wasn't just sitting there answering it like like making his announcement when i made my announcement for congress live on fox news i didn't have a script now i realize it's a completely different thing congress and president and and i get that my point is i didn't have a script i just spoke from the heart right we raised a million dollars <laughs> super quick on that too for my congressional campaign but just spoke from the heart on it Either way, he read a teleprompter script, and then they got into this, this, this uh, where the first couple questions were basically Elon Musk and this other guy asking Ron DeSantis some questions. And here was the interesting part. What, what irked me the most is the only people that were allowed to ask questions are known DeSantis allies. That, that bothered me a little bit. Because I and I just have to put it in contextual form if Trump decides to do a spaces with Elon, first of all, I think that will break the Twitter servers, but I digress. AOC will be allowed to ask questions. Shoot, Joe Biden will probably be allowed in there to ask a question, like there will be zero Trump allies probably asking questions in that, and so I, I do find that interesting that no known Trump, for example, I already knew I requested to be able to ask a question. I didn't get picked, but I already knew what I was going to ask. I was going to say, Governor DeSantis, I, I respect you as a governor. I just want you to know that. Um, <clears throat> however, I am currently Trump 24 all the way with, with all due respect. But I do have a question because I will respect the primary process. And if you are to win, This bloodbath between you and president Trump is going to radically and grand Canyon divide the Republican party. What are you going to do to heal that? Because you're going to need everyone to have a shot in the general. So what are you going to do to heal that? I thought it was a very good question. I didn't get to ask the question, Um, but you know, whatever. Um, and 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 when the questions were asked, this is when the real Ron DeSantis comes out. It's dull. It's boring. He speaks over people's heads. Uh, Thomas Massey was asking him questions about Congress, which is great. But then he went into Congress talk. And the average American, I understood what he was talking about because obviously this is what I do. But nobody knew what in the world this guy was talking about. Like you're talking... Three thousand feet over their heads, man. Like they don't know what you're talking about. The Rains Act. The average American doesn't know what that means. <laughs> like they have no idea what that means. How hard is it to say, absolutely, Thomas? You know, I, I really, I really, uh, absolutely, I would sign the Rains Act. But for the, but for the people listening that aren't in Congress, to simplify it, this is what the Rains Act, This is what the Rains Act does. And this is why I would approve it, because this is what it would do for American families. Why is that so hard for these politicians to do that? No, what they do is they do the talk over your head analytic or or analytical thinking thing, because Ron DeSantis is a politician. Again, I realize he's in politics, so that's not necessarily a bad thing, I don't guess. But when he's not reading from a teleprompter and when he doesn't have people clipping his viral moments, He's he he just he's dull. He he just doesn't he just doesn't have that national appeal. And what I mean even further by that is I've been at many I've seen Ron DeSantis speak a lot of times, and it only took me once to realize, huh? He just does not have that that thing that cannot be located right. That thing that 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 you can't pinpoint that draws you in that connects with you on an emotional basis and on an emotional level. He doesn't, he just doesn't have that thing that you can't be taught. You can either grab people's attention and you can either grab people to gravitate toward you and your leadership, or you can't. And I've told many people this, I've had a lot of people that were super pumped to hear Ron DeSantis speak, super excited. And I told him, well, <laughs> Let me know what you think afterwards. And every single time, every single one of them, and this is also becoming a national talking point too, they've all come back and said the same thing. Huh. Literally, that's what they all say. Huh. Remember the last time you got a quote, unquote, free phone? <laughs> You started out feeling great, then came the hefty activation fees, four line requirements, blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, you're paying that thing off for the next six years. Only Pure Talk gives you a free 5G Samsung Galaxy phone without the feeling you've been duped. Just sign up for Pure Talk's unlimited talk, unlimited text, and unlimited data plan with Mobile Hotspot for just 50 bucks a month, I might add, and you get a free. 5G Samsung Galaxy. Yes, for free. Make the switch to Pure Talk, the wireless company I'm proud to stand behind because they're proud to stand alongside me. Just go to puretalk.com and use the promo code GRAHAM for your free Samsung Galaxy when you sign up for unlimited talk, text, and unlimited data. Again, go to puretalk.com, promo code Graham. It's not that he says anything bad because it's all scripted. It's all written out for him to say the key talking, the rah, rah points, right? But it's just dead and there's something missing there. There's no pizzazz. There's no, there's, it's, it's almost. And again, I, I, this is not personal attack. Like I said, I got nothing personally against Ron DeSantis or his family, nothing. There's just something missing there, man. There's just something empty there. There's just something that just isn't there. And I just believe truly nationally, I think he's going to get his face kicked in. I just, I absolutely do. I don't think he's going to win Florida. I know he's not going to win South Carolina. I know he's not going to win Iowa. I know he's not going to win New Hampshire, Literally their plan is to, to to bank on the California West Coast delegates like it, 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 I think Max, I, I here's the problem I have, okay? And I saw Tommy Laren post this where if you have if you're part of the anti DeSantis crew that's saying it's just not his time and he should wait his turn, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I agree with what she says there. Look, I have no problem with anybody putting their name in the hat. I really don't. I think absolutely go for it. That's why I said in my statement, I'll respect the process. What I'm saying is I do not legitimately see a path to victory for Ron DeSantis to win the Republican nomination in the primary OK, and a lot of people are arguing, well, you know, Ron DeSantis has a better chance in the general election than Donald Trump does in the general election. Well, first of all, I'm telling you, Joe Biden ain't running in the general election. Who's going to run ain't here yet. Um, still got my money on Michelle Obama, but, the, you know, we'll see. Um, either way. And and I'm not arguing whether you're right or wrong. We're focusing on primary alone right this second. I do not see a path to victory because how you become the Republican nominee is you win delegates. And then once you get to a certain number of delegates, boom, you're the Republican nominee, right? I do not see any plausible path to victory for Ron DeSantis. Um, And now that Ron DeSantis is in the ring, Donald Trump is going to debate. He will. And when he debates, he is going to make an utter and complete mockery of Ron DeSantis. I'll say this. I think Nikki Haley will make Ron DeSantis look like a buffoon. And all that's going to do, it ain't really going to help Nikki Haley. She's going to help Trump. Tim Scott will make Ron DeSantis look like a buffoon because debating is all about who can get the one up, who can control the dialogue who can take control of the stage that is what debating is about and people want to talk to you about its ideas and the best ideas win that is a load of complete garbage it is it's a load of complete garbage because 90 percent of the stuff they're going to be talking about on that debate stage you don't even know what they're talking about it is about who can take ownership of that stage on a national presence level. And I think Donald Trump will come out on top. I think probably Nikki Haley will come out second, Tim Scott third. And I think Ron DeSantis will be at the very back of the pack because I know Ron DeSantis. I've seen Ron DeSantis. I've spoken to Ron DeSantis. Something isn't there. I'm not saying there's something mentally wrong with him. I'm talking about that, that, that national appeal, that thing that people are going to go, huh, there's something about that person. He ain't got it. He is going to be destroyed in debates. He's going to be absolutely skull dragged in the debates. And what it's going to do is because this really is between Trump and DeSantis. But then on the debate stage, DeSantis is going to be made a fool out of by Nikki Haley, Tim Scott. Trump ain't really gonna have to do a whole lot of anything. And so this is going to cataclysmically just bleed the Republican Party and and how do you bring it back? I mean, it's like literally fighting World War One, and then three months later you go fight World War II. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it, it just, it, it is there, whoever is in DeSantis's ear that has led for him to do this, okay? It is career suicide. Ron DeSantis, after this next 12 months, he'll be governor because he's signing a uh, legislation where he doesn't have to give up the ownership or, or the governorship to be able to run. One, you don't do that unless you think there's a possibility that you don't win and you want your job. But then what's going to happen is, do you really think that once Donald Trump becomes the nominee, you really think Ron DeSantis has a job uh, in the 26 elections for governor? Really? Really? Do you? Do you think he really has a job? The answer is no. So Ron DeSantis has, in my humble opinion, signed his own political death warrant by doing this. If he would have, even the people that are on the fence about Trump, if he would have just gotten behind Donald Trump, and this isn't a loyalty thing. I don't agree with Donald Trump saying that. I've been very clear to a lot of people. Ron DeSantis has every right to jump into the race. But it's also stupid for him to jump into the race right now. If he had gotten behind Donald Trump, literally gone out, A campaign for Donald Trump, helped Donald Trump win over suburban housewives because he does. Donald Trump's got a problem with suburban housewives. Everybody knows this. I talk to his team about it all the time, working on ways to fix that. Ron DeSantis could have helped. Either way, he still would have been considered America's governor all the way to 2026. He would have won in a landslide victory, even bigger than he did the first time or the last time. And then in 2028, he would have been the heir apparent. For a political run. He had longevity. Literally. We had a chance man. We had a chance. To win the 2024 election. The 28 and the 32. Election. For the presidency. Republicans. But no. The Jeb Bushes. And all their donors. And everything. And the establishment donors. Have already come out and said that. Ron DeSantis will have a near unlimited war chest to go against Donald Trump. It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter because what this is going to do is it's going to put Ron DeSantis on a national scale, not a Florida scale, a national scale. And nationally, people are going to see exactly what I'm talking about. Now, when he gives speeches, he's going to have his wins. When he gives speeches and they're scripted out and he knows exactly what he's going to say, how he's going to say it, he's going to do great. But when he gets on that debate stage, it is going to be a bloodbath. President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home, quote, our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar, inflation, deficit spending, and our Insurmountable national debt. The fact is, there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economical upheaval dating back to biblical times, and that is gold. And you can own it in a tax sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. Whether you've got money on the side, you've got savings, you want to protect you and your family, all you need to do is text the word Graham to 989898 right now for a free info kit. There's no tricks. There's no gimmicks. It's absolutely free, and they will hold your hand through the whole process. Think about this. When currency fails and gold is a safe haven, how much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an a rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text the word GRAM to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. Again, text the word GRAM that's G R A H A M to 989898 right now. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. All of this might be in vain. I don't know if Trump can win the general election because they're cheating. But the same goes for Ron DeSantis. I don't know if Ron DeSantis could win because they're cheating. But the problem is, Ron DeSantis ain't going to make it through the primary. So who is talking to Ron DeSantis? I truly believe. That if Ron DeSantis is truly innocent in this, then he has been bamboozled to strategically and collectively hurt the conservative movement and hurt the conservative cause to make it even harder for us to win back the presidency, win, keep the majority in Congress, and win the majority in the Senate. Because this battle between these two men is not only unnecessary, it is stupid that it is happening. That is my personal opinion. I would love yours. Email me, graham at com. because whether I like it or not, this is now happening. And I've made it clear from the beginning, no disrespect to Ron DeSantis, but I'm Trump 2024. Um, and now, unfortunately, we've got to get through a bloodbath of a primary that, again, I'm not saying that he doesn't have the right to do it. I'm not saying this is a loyalty issue. I don't like that phrasing. But at the same time, it to me, it just doesn't show good political calculations and strategy on his part. It shows that to me, that the establishment swamp has got his ear, and it shows me that he single-handedly has decided to fracture. The entire conservative base, instead of uniting the conservative base behind Trump during this one, he remains the greatest governor that Florida's ever seen, and perhaps the greatest governor that America's ever known. Um, riding high landslide victory in 26, and then in 28, he is the heir apparent for president of the United States. We had a chance, man. We really, we really did. We had a chance. For 12 years of a Republican president. We did. We had a legitimate chance. But now we'll be lucky if we get one elected in 24. Lucky, because the Democrats are going to cheat. And it doesn't matter if it's Trump or DeSantis. I'm not convinced that either one can win. Not because they actually could win or not, but because they're cheating. And they're going to cheat and not allow either one to win. But now... We'll never know. And I think it's sad. I really do. I think it's sad. Uh, I blame the advisors to Ron DeSantis. I blame uh, his friends. I blame the people that have been in his ear. I blame all of them because every ounce of data, every political strategy, every look, look at the Kentucky elections that just took place. Every Ron DeSantis endorsed person got utterly and completely skull dragged by, by the Trump endorsed candidates. That is bad news for DeSantis. He does not have the sway that Donald Trump does. This is strategically, this is a horrific move. and it has nothing to do with liking DeSantis or liking Trump or hating DeSantis or hating Trump. these are the facts. If you actually care about winning, right? Which is what Nikki Haley's running on, which is what uh, Ron DeSantis put out there last night. You can book it January 20th, 2025. I will be uh, sworn into office as the president. No, you won't. No, you won't. I I, I don't see any path to victory for Ron DeSantis to make it out of the primary. And then in doing so, you've killed your political career because you will never live it down. And it's sad to me sad because it's unnecessary. It really is. All of this is unnecessary. Let's be honest. Nikki Haley and Tim Scott they're running for a VP choice. Whichever one ends up on top (laughs) is going to be the VP nod. Either way. Those are my thoughts. That's what I think about it. Me personally, I'm Trump24. I would love to hear your reasons why you think I'm wrong or reasons why you agree. uh, Email me. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com And uh, let me know It's going to be a wild ride guys We're going to have a lot to talk about over the next couple months And um, (laughs) here we go